Hello, everyone, and thank you, Alan, for coming and being willing to talk to me about sales coaching. Uh, it was an incredible opportunity to work with you at Advanced DX Biological Laboratories. It's amazing what we accomplished in such a short time, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I truly enjoyed it. It was my pleasure to work with you. Uh, we really hadn't worked together at all, and we had a lot of new challenges and unknowns. And I think in a very short period of time, we were able to to take the resources we were given and build upon them and uh, have, a, have a lot of productive things happen with a lot of very talented people. It was a great working experience. I really enjoyed it. And I know the team really enjoyed having you as a coach. I mean, they had access to you and they took advantage of it. You know, no one was required, but uh, just knowing you were there, scheduling time with each of them uh, really helped. Well, let's um, tell um, the people who are watching uh, this a little bit about who you are. So uh, Alan Lubins has been a sales coach and brings over 35 years of sales experience uh, in business development uh, in, the, in the biopharmaceutical industry. And his selling approach really is applicable to all types uh, of sales which he describes as uh, just-in-time selling, which I would like to hear more about. He began his career on the ground as a sales representative in a very highly competitive market, New York City. And then in the 1980s, went to Roche Diagnostic Systems where he spent 40 years in his career there, was a top 10 sales performer, turned a $100,000 territory into a $10 million territory in just a few short years, has had a tremendous track record, having sold over $539 million worth of products in his career. So, Alan, uh, again, uh, it's been so great getting to know you. And, you know, just to start and let people know a little bit about your thinking, what do you think is a frequent challenge uh, for a salesperson who's first joining a, a new company? Well, thank you very much for all those kind words to begin with. Uh, and to answer your question, uh, when I coach people, uh, new salespeople, the most frequent challenge that, that I see is understanding and building relationships. And those, things, those relationships are critical for anyone to do business. There are really three kinds of relationships. There's a relationship with your manager, there's a relationship with your customer, and then there's a relationship with the people who work inside your company. And the, the first one, of course, is the role or the relationship of the role with you and your manager. And that it revolves around one thing which we used to call when I was at Roche, setting the right expectation. What do you expect me to achieve in 90 days? What do you expect me to achieve in 180 days? Is it realistic? Can I do it? What tools do I need to achieve it? And can I tell you what I need if I'm not getting the tools that I need to achieve it? Yes, I was successful here. That's why you hired me. But truth be told, you don't have the resources for me to hit the kind of sales that you're expecting. So here's what I need. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's kind of the relationship with you and your manager. and and, and how you want to have a good relationship so that your progress is linear 
And it's, it's linear in line with what the company expectations are. Setting the right expectations is so critical. So that's, that's really important. The second point uh, would be that of the customer. That's people will say is the most important. Uh, if you don't build trust with your customer, and meaning trust is a two-way street, they trust you and you trust them mm. both ways. If you don't build that, when you first meet your customer, it's going to be a great uphill challenge to sell them anything, much less expensive, highly biotechnical products. Well, what I found interesting in, when we were working together is you were able to build that trust very quickly with our clients. Uh, I remember specifically one of the Texas laboratories where it seemed like in one phone call, you established this like great rapport with them. How do you do that? Well, everybody has their own personality and everybody has their own way of doing things. Uh, but you can in fact influence, train and coach people to do certain things that will get you closer to a business objective. Um, there are people who have inherently accountability as one of their traits. If you hire the right salesperson, uh, accountability should be high on the list. Uh, and I think that if you have accountability as one of your traits and you're corresponding or interacting with customers, they'll begin to see that this is a guy who has a value that I, that I highly that a, a highly value that I think can really make a difference if he represents my company. For example, accountability. I see it, I own it, I do it, I solve it. That's, that's a value of accountability. And if you can communicate that as a salesperson quickly to people that you're accountable, that you're trustworthy, that you will be transparent, they will quickly begin to develop and build a better and a better relationship with you. And that will, of course, provide you the level of information about their pain points. That's actually the understanding your customer about their pain points and objectives. People will freely share that once they trust you. Very interesting. Yeah, no, you're particularly uh, good at that. You also seem to have a good sense of timing uh, I, I found during our negotiations with our clients in terms of uh, when to contact them again, when to hold back, uh, whether to call them or whether to email them. How, how, do you, how did you develop this sort of intuitive sense of, of the dialogue and the tempo of the, of the discussions? That's, that's an interesting question. A lot of people seem to feel that that's, quote, inherent to certain salespeople. They have, it's a gift. It's not really a gift. Uh, I was trained early in my career on, on the psychology of selling. And the psychology of selling refers back to a term called receptivity, the level of receptivity goes from zero to 10 or 100. Let's use 10. Level of receptivity. And generally, most sales are what we call a lot of little, little yeses that lead to one big final yes. No one gives you the final yes right away. And more importantly, Nobody gives you yes all the time, two steps forward, one back, everybody knows what that means. But I think that good salespeople will understand the psychology of selling, and that's something I go through, uh, and we can talk about at another session. Uh, once you begin to understand the psychology of selling, it plays right into building relationships. Because if you understand where the customer is coming from 
and, and what their objectives and goals are because they've freely told you, you'll begin to understand that their level of receptivity will get more, will be higher and higher. Uh, some people can do this quickly. I happen to have the ability to do it quickly. And I can actually coach people with specific questions and responses that will enable them to get to that point much more quickly. Well, in and fact, I experienced, that I experienced that myself with you. You were actually coaching me on a timing and tempo of our conversations. I remember in one case, uh, we had radio silence for about two weeks. And, you know, by nature, I'm not pushy. I don't, you know, I, I, I don't want to push a conversation. And you said, I think we should, you could send an email, schedule a Zoom meeting, see if they respond. And lo and behold, they did. And, I, and, and, and the conversation started again. So uh, you, were, you were excellent um, in, your, in your coaching, even you know, to me, uh, in, in helping me uh, with my negotiations as we went along as well. well that, thank you for that. that. I'm guilty of experience, and, and there's nothing that teaches you more about, uh, what, about what you're trying to, to do than having done it for trial and error for many years, many years of, of making mistakes, trying this instead of that, uh, doing this instead of that. You begin to develop a, a, a repertoire of, of a sequence of, of, of things that you do to gain more information or to follow up with people when they shut down on you. I'm, I'm kind of a, an expert on how to follow up with people when they shut down on you, having done it, try this, let's try that. And there are degrees of, of you call it pushiness, I call it uh, aggressive action uh, with people. Aggressive action is such that uh, some people just want to see how serious you are about your objective. Is this guy really serious or is not? And they see by the extent to which you continue to follow up with them that this is exactly what I want this guy to do in the field, follow up like that. So I think they're, they're uh, again, it, it, the concept of pushiness is only valid if you have what you're trying to sell, a service or a product doesn't have any value. It doesn't represent value to people. If there's value, then, then you have every right and the customer knows that to continue the dialogue. So when there's no value, they simply should say, you know what? I don't, I don't want to have any more conversations that we really can't have any comment. Uh, we, we, we went, gone in another direction, it's a very polite way of saying I'm not interested. So if I'm, if I'm a salesperson today and I'm watching this video and thinking about, you know, trying to up my game, so to speak, um, what do you, know, uh, what are you going to provide me as a sales coach? How, you know, let's say I want to work with you. Um, what does the program look like? How long does it last? And, and tell me a little bit about what we're gonna to do together. Well, one of the things I did when I was working at Rose, we, we did what we call vertical sales training programs. Uh, vertical meaning they only went up, they didn't go down. Uh, the concept of vertical is you build upon things. Every salesperson comes in with a certain set of skills and experience. Some have uh, five years experience, some have 10, some have 10 years experience, one year's experience 10 times, uh, only joking. But they don't have the kind of experience you really want. So number one, we'd evaluate that salesperson and the manager uh, would say, okay, here are their strengths, here are their weaknesses, in, in their opinion, here's what I'd like uh, you to work on with that person. And I would interview the, that particular person and determine if in fact that is the weakness, maybe, maybe there are others, maybe that's not it at all. 
Uh, and then we would begin to work as colleagues on how they can take, go from point A to point B by sharpening the, the skill that they're, that they're deficient on or giving them other options and, and, and techniques on how to elicit pain points, how to trial close the customer, uh, how to do a summarization when you're speaking with the customer, summarizing all the benefits and asking them through tie downs. You're okay with that? How do you feel about that? Is that good? Will that work for you? Stuff like that. So uh, we, we used to call it just in time selling uh, to a certain extent because a lot of it was just in time. The night before the big sale, when they rehearsed it and everything, I'd, I'd have them call me and even the morning before. And I used to throw confrontations at them because I had the same sheet that they were working on. We called it a, a sales sheet. And it had all the key information on it uh, of objectives and, 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 and the buyers and the buying influences. And I used to throw a question at them to see how well they really understood the challenges. And um, it was very helpful because sure enough, one of the questions that I asked was exactly what the buyer asked. So if, if I'm like somebody, let's say I already have a job at, you know, what you're describing is when a company brings you in to coach their employees. What if I'm just an individual salesperson watching this? Can I also get you as a coach? Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, I, I would be, be happy to work with and do work with individuals, uh, not necessarily through a company, but people who want to improve their craft up their game, make more money, absolutely. Do better, people go to graduate school to learn more education uh, and, and, uh, and get more information that helps them on their job. I can do the very same thing by sharing my experiences and, my, and, and, and successful skills that have, have worked well for me and could work well for them using their own personality. I'd be very happy to do that. Uh, with, the, with people like that, and it, it, it would be a good investment in their future. Great. Well, thank you for taking the time to, uh, to talk to me. Uh, this is really just an intro and a series of conversations that we're going to have, and we're going to post on LinkedIn, uh, and we'll include your contact information so that if anyone is watching this and would like to hire you as their sales coach or if a company uh, would like you to uh, work with some individuals. Uh, we'd love them to work with you. I know I had a fantastic experience with you and looking forward to working you, with you again. So thanks again, and we'll talk next time. My pleasure. Nice talking uh -huh. with you. Thanks, Alan. Thank you.